Welcome to the Starting With One podcast, Success Leaves Clues series with Robin Bailey and Al McDonald. Have you ever wondered what makes someone successful? What are they doing that is different? How do they achieve greatness? We believe that success leaves clues. In this series, we are interviewing very successful people from different walks of life to hear their stories. We'd like to remind our listeners that the views expressed in this podcast are those of our guests and not necessarily those shared by our hosts. Welcome back to the Starting With One podcast, Success Leaves Clues series. Today's episode is sponsored by Life and Legacy Advisory Group. We believe sound financial advice improves people's lives. We are also brought to you by ARIA Benefits. We help business leaders to not only attract and retain top talent, but more importantly, not to lose those people. I'm your host, Robin Bailey, here with my co-host, Al McDonald. Al, it's bright, sunny, it's a Friday. How's your day going? It's going great. I'm looking forward to the long weekend. And August 1st is Monday, civic holiday, and it's the beginning of my month-long challenge to uh, raise money for kids with cancer. So I'll be out on my bike all weekend, and, and especially on Monday. You've upped your kilometers this year. What uh, what, are you, what are you shooting for this year? Well, my goal is 600 kilometers. An aggressive goal, considering I'm going to miss one weekend when I'm away. So <laughs> when, I'm, when I'm on my bike, I'm going to have to put up some serious mileage. For sure, for sure. Well, that's great. Something to look forward to. We had fun with it last year. So uh, if you can jump on there and uh, support Al on his quest. So our guest today is Kira Morin, who is a holistic nutritionist and owner of Foods to Go Nutrition and PKD Nutrition and Wellness. Welcome to the show, Kira. Thanks so much for having me. I'm excited to be here. And I also cannot believe it's almost August. I can't believe it. I mean, 2022. I mean, well, we're already into the second half, aren't we? I mean, it's amazing. And I've said to my friends, I mean, you know, remember being a little kid and the days would last forever and, you know, Christmas took so long to get here. And now I'm convinced that time is speeding up as we get older. It's funny how that happens. I'm really glad to have you on the show because I'm always interested in speaking with other entrepreneurs. And, you know, here Al and I are running one company, two different brands, but one company, and you're running two. So maybe we could start at the beginning and just, you know, tell us about both companies, kind of where they came from, what they're about and what you're doing. I would love to. So Foods to Glow, which was my original company and brand, is a health and wellness brand that I created to operate under as a nutritional consultant. So as a holistic nutritionist, I work with clients one-on-one and help them achieve their health goals. And the name was originally just an Instagram handle, but it organically grew into something much more. And I think, and I hope it inspires busy people to nourish well, and I kind of use this as an idea to help them do so in a way that works for them. So foods to glow are whatever foods help you feel your best and live your best life. There's no right or wrong. There's no black and white. It's whatever works for you personally. And before I jump into that, I actually just wanted to share a bit about how I got here because it is a little random, but it might resonate. I studied history and English in university, but dreamed of being in health and wellness. Years later, I finally decided to make the leap during the pandemic. And I left my job in market research and I decided to go back to school virtually, of course. But thankfully, market research was the perfect segue for me into nutritional consulting, believe it or not, because it actually helped foster a deep sense of curiosity, encouraged strategic thinking, and it helped me deliver insights to clients that I think were truly impactful. So the idea for my current nutritional consulting business came very naturally and It actually grew from my desire to gain more knowledge of nutrition for my own health and benefit. 
And as I began to share this knowledge on social media, the feedback I received was really amazing. And it just showed me that there are many people out there hungry to learn how they can leverage good food. So that's kind of foods to glow in a nutshell and how I came to start that. And then my second and newest business endeavor is PKD Nutrition and Wellness. And this one is very close to my heart. I started it just, I don't know, six weeks ago to support people living with polycystic kidney disease. And I'm still getting used to talking about this publicly, but this is a disease that I live with every day. It's an incurable genetic illness that causes the kidneys to fail over time due to cysts that grow on the kidneys. So my mom was recently transplanted and I've watched multiple aunts and uncles go down the same path. And it's a common condition in my family to say the least. So the idea came about because I personally needed more. I was told, you know, it is what it is. There's nothing you can do. It'll run its course sort of thing, but I needed hope. I needed community. I needed something tangible to focus on. And I quickly discovered that this niche was badly underserved. So I took this very personal challenge and turned it into an opportunity to help others. And that's where I'm at today, trying to build out this thing in a way that's impactful for this community. That's really cool. And I'm glad you're sharing your story. And I mean, it's not always easy to come out and share anything about what you're struggling with from a health perspective. But, you know, I think as you've seen in the last six weeks, and and I've watched your Instagram grow rapidly on, on that account, other people are struggling with this. So when someone like yourself comes out and says, hey, here's what I'm struggling with and, and here's some things that we're coming up with to address this, it's no surprise to me that people are going to jump on that because people are, no pun intended, starving for that type of information. Kira, I think you've probably found it too. I mean, you're sitting in, you know, at home watching TV and, and to me, we live in a society where all of a sudden there's a commercial about a specific drug and the outcome that it'll give you, but they don't even say the drug until the end of the commercial, but you have no idea what it's from. You're sitting there watching this commercial and I feel like something goes wrong with your health. Oh, there's a pill for that, or there's an injection for that. And to me, the first line of defense or offense, I guess, would be nutrition. And I don't think, especially in the employee benefit space, I don't think people are talking about that enough. And for my conversations with plant administrators and HR leaders, people are welcoming that type of information. So I think the timing is perfect for you to be coming out and talking about this stuff. And perhaps there's a way to work this into the benefit space. Definitely, because I think, like you said, it's that proactive piece that we're missing when it comes to healthcare. It's not all about waiting until you get sick and then going to seek help. It's about preventing that and living your best life before illness sets in. And illness is very expensive. I mean, you might think that healthy food is expensive, but being sick costs a lot more for the entire system. And in terms of benefits, I love this idea because if you think about busy, dedicated employees at a company, I can almost guarantee they probably feel too busy to eat well. And imagine if they had the support to nourish themselves properly and efficiently, it would increase productivity, boost morale, and probably improve the overall health and wellness of the entire company. So, I mean, I see mental health is garnering more attention in the workplace, which is amazing. And I appreciate how employers are doing more to support uh, the health of their people, but food is another piece of the puzzle and what and how we eat directly impacts our mood, our stress levels, our ability to manage our busy lives. And many people just aren't aware of this. So that's why I keep talking about it. I want to ask you a question about your company and what makes you unique in your line of work. But I also want to ask you a little bit, you said you, you just started your new company within the last six weeks. What's the feedback been so far? The feedback has been 
overwhelming, to be honest, because I have tapped into a niche that is not being served. And I'm not surprised because I have looked for resources for myself in this journey and have not been able to find them or I've been told they exist, but not in the disease progression. So people are reaching out to me and thanking me for putting myself out there for sharing information and for bringing hope to a whole community that for generations has not had much. That's a wonderful segue into my next question, which is what is your edge and what makes you unique uh, in your line of work? So I think what makes me unique in my line of work is that I have knowledge to help others, but I also practice what I preach and leverage my own challenges to inspire others. As I've already mentioned, I'm real with people. I crave genuine connection with them. And I'm realizing that businesses can actually be built on this sort of mentality. The other thing that I think gives me edge is that I don't think of myself as an entrepreneur. I think of myself just as a problem solver. And really that's my focus. It's helping people solve problems. I have always admired entrepreneurs and I'm fortunate to be married to a brilliant one, but I never looked at myself as a leader or an outspoken person, especially because as a kid, I was always labeled as shy or reserved. So now that I've really found my purpose, I found my voice and I'm here to connect with others, learn their story and hopefully have an impact on them. So while this is a business for me, it's really an opportunity to connect. And I think, and I hope people feel that. Kira, you know, you just said something that resonates with me and I find it a little bit hard to believe because I've had a few chats with you now, but you were reserved and quiet as a kid. And that's me as well. And I think a lot of, you know, my business partner, Al, when I get on these calls and I just start talking away, it's kind of hard to believe, but I think you're right. I think once you find your voice, once you find something that you're passionate about, there's no stopping you. But you also, you also talked about trying to solve problems. If we have listeners out there what would you say to them? What is the problem specifically that you're trying to solve? Well, in general, the problem I'm trying to solve is I'm just trying to get better digestible information to people about how to live healthier lives. Because if you Google whatever condition, you're usually given a restricted diet or some sort of crazy plan that might not work for you. And I'm just trying to teach people how to understand themselves, understand food so that they can make empowered decisions around what they eat. And for people living with PKD, it's really the same idea. It's just for that in particular, it's having something to focus on where you normally feel a little bit lost in this because there is no cure and there's really not much change that can be made to progression that's been approved for this and it's not even accessible to most people. So focusing on diet is something to help you stay empowered and positive on your health journey. So that's why I'm here is to show people how to do that. So someone's listening to this, it was resonating with them. Maybe they have PKD themselves. What's the first step? What would you recommend to people? I think just asking the question of whatever professionals are on your health team, what can I do with my diet? Because that starts a good conversation. And if you're told you don't need to change your diet, trust me, that's not correct. There are studies to show that changing aspects of your diet, like not only reducing sodium and drinking more water, but cutting out processed foods, focusing more on real nourishing foods that come from the earth that are full of vitamins and minerals and health nutrients and aiming for quality above all else. And then moderation and balance is super important. So I think my best advice would be to aim for that, aim for balance. Don't take no for an answer. Just know there's always something you can do to improve your diet and start small. Well, I think what I'm hearing, and this is a perfect segue into Al's signature question that he asked of our guests on the podcast. And, you know, it sounds like 
you started this journey for yourself, but it definitely sounds like you were trying to help other people. And you'll understand what I mean once Al asks his signature question, because I think you're doing things that are going to benefit many, many other people down the road. So with that, Al, I'll let you take it away. Yeah, I was going to say, I think in many ways, Gary, you've already answered this question, or at least you started to. But the saying goes, a society grows great when old men or old persons plant trees in whose shade they will never sit. So can you talk about, and maybe just even expand on, uh, some of the proverbial trees that you are planting for others? So I love this question, and I really enjoyed listening to other people's answers. (laughs) So I have had some time to think about this. And firstly, not that I want to take this totally literally, but I really truly believe that you don't have to be old or wise even to make a difference in the world. Our experiences are all valid and our learnings can always benefit others. And I think that's an important thing to remember and to pass on to younger generations. And my role as a nutritionist is to pass on specific knowledge about food and proactive healthcare to those around me, including my own children who could also be impacted by this genetic illness that I live with. So in setting a good example of sharing my story, being open and honest and teaching others how to live vibrant lives by eating well, I do feel like I am leaving behind some sort of legacy in health, which when it comes down to it, that's all we really have. Health is everything. So this message will never get old. And as long as I'm able to, I'll continue spreading it. Well, I think what you're doing is awesome. And uh, of course, we thank Paul Gadet, who seems to be introducing us to a lot of great people. And it just reinforces that uh, great people know other great people. So thank you, uh, Paul, once again, for all the introductions that you've done for us. We get to meet some awesome people on the podcast. And uh, Kira, you're certainly one of them. So thank you for joining us today. And I really want to thank you for sharing your story, um, because you know not everyone is prepared to do that. But I think what you're doing is, is going to be very impactful. So what's the best way for people to reach out to they have questions about yourself or what you're doing at your uh, companies so i'm very busy on instagram so at foods to glow or pkd.nutrition or you can find me on linkedin kira morin c-i-a-r-a and yeah i cannot wait to chat with whoever's interested in learning more Perfect. Well, that does it for today's episodes. I hope you enjoyed this conversation. I really did. If you have any questions for Al or myself, please feel free to give us a follow or a call or by joining the conversation on LinkedIn. Success leaves clues, my friends, and it all starts with one. Mm